Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today I am going to be doing another part of my mini series on how I saved £40,000. And I'm just going to be sharing a tip every week that are going to help you, that is going to help you to start to save more money. Now, when I was 19, I saved £15,000 and the goal was for drama school. And this tip is all about the emotional side and the motivation of having a goal. So I want to talk a little about a little bit about financial goals, what they are, why we have them, and why they're so powerful. Because I didn't really realize that this at the time, but when I set my heart on going to drama school, I'm telling you, that was a goal that I had had since I was like 11. And I would imagine myself there and I'd imagine myself in the room, like in my little black outfit, like running around pretending to be in some kind of bird, you know, as they do with drama school, doing all these wacky things. Um, but I saw it and I felt it and I felt it in my bones. And the motivation for me to save that money was so strong that when it came to saving or spending, I was so set on that dream that it always, that emotion in the moment always override my want or need to spend in the moment. And that is really powerful. Understanding the emotional side of having goals is so important. Now, I def like, there is a really important practical side to having financial goals, right? I know for a fact that some I, I've had this with friends. I've had this with people in my audience. I've had this with different clients. They go, I want to save, you know, 60 grand for a house deposit by next year. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, what's your salary? And it's like, oh, like, you know, 35 grand. And you're like, okay, well, that's going to require you to basically save 90% of your salary for the next two years. So on a practical level, you're able to be like, that's literally unrealistic. It's not it's not possible unless you go and get a pay rise, unless you, you know, move back home and you are completely frugal. So the practical side of having financial goals really does allow you to figure out if the goal that you've set yourself is realistic. Now, obviously, there is a balance, isn't there, between being realistic and dreaming big and then just being like a bit mental and being like crazy about it and being like, that's never going to happen. Um, because you've got to have stretch goals. You've got to have goals that are going to challenge you, that are going to push you and that are going to make you go, right, I've got to be creative about this. Or maybe I've got to let go of the the how right now. And I've just got to lean into the, the, the feeling and what it is that I'm doing. But then there is also a level of realism that you have to have. And I definitely am one of those people who sit somewhere in the middle. I'm not, pe I'm not pessimistic at all. Um, I very much am like for the big goals, but I still think for your own sanity, there has to be a level of realism. 
Now, even for me, when I was 19 and I was like, right, I'm going to save 15 grand. The one thing I didn't have was a timeline because I didn't know how long it was going to take me. So what I had to do was save as much as possible. And every month that went by and I was maybe able to put like 500 away or 800, I was able to be like, oh, okay. So if I carry on putting this much away, I'll reach that goal at this point. Or if I put this much away and I was kind of able to track my progress and you're not always going to know the timeline. And there's this thing called smart goals, which is like you set um, uh, a breakdown of goals, which is like, I can't remember what the S stands for. <laughs> Specific, measurable, actionable, r- r- something for the R, and then T is for timeline. And timeline always seems to be the thing that trips people up. Now, the thing about having a timeline, right, is sometimes there has to be a timeline. For example, you are going on holiday in July 24. That is your timeline. You have to have that money saved by that point. Or if you have a goal that's a little bit more like, I'd love to buy a second property or a property in the future, but you don't necessarily know how long it's going to take. Sometimes that's okay to not have the timeline, but you have to find that balance between not going, oh, well, I don't really know when it's going to happen. And then not really putting much away. And then years going by and you're like, oh, (laughs) so you've got to try and figure out what type of person are you? Are you motivated by deadlines? Or are you somebody who is quite self-motivated anyway? and don't feel like you need a deadline. So that's definitely a question to kind of like ask yourself. But yeah, when I was saving that first chunk of money, I just felt so strongly emotional about it that that is one of the biggest reasons why I was able to save so much. And then when I spent it all, when I came back and I saved that second, well, the, the second bunch, which was 25 grand, I my motivation was different. I wasn't going to drama school anymore. I didn't fully know what I was saving that money for. All I knew was that I loved the fact that I had had that money sat there and that I was able to use it. And I had the most incredible like seven and a half months of my life traveling around the world. Like, fuck me. We literally did everything. I scuba dived. I skydived. I lived in Sydney. I had a job in Melbourne. I, I went to Bali. I was in Thailand, got to do all the cool Thailand things, went to Cambodia. If anybody's thinking of Cambodia, it's a very fucking sad place. And it's very important to go and like learn about it. But, um, wow, that was fucking emotional. But yeah, we did all this really cool stuff and even went to New Zealand, which is like one of my dream countries. Anyway, what that then did for me was that connected this feeling of experience and travel and adventure, which is definitely one of my financial values. And it made me excited about saving because I've already, I'd already connected like the dots between, oh my God, if I'm good with my money and if I save, I then have money to do really cool things. I have money to have really cool experiences. And that, that experience traveling changed me as a human. It's probably one of my first big sort of like life-changing moments in that respect. It absolutely changed who I was. And it was so powerful that I was like, oh my God. So when I came back, I not only had the evidence to show that I, was able to save that amount because I'd done it before. But I then was also motivated by the idea. And I guess there was this underlying feeling of like, oh yeah, I can... I would love to go traveling again. Like I really got the travel bug. I was like, oh my God, I want to see places. I want to meet new people. I want to do cool things. I want to be like out in the mountains, out in the sea. I want to be out in nature. And that in itself was motivating enough because I knew that I would go traveling again. So I guess like I started saving that £25,000 from like a place of like, uh, you know, I know that this money's going to go towards something good. And then probably like a year in, I was like, right, I'm going traveling again. Like I decided that. And 
I, I mean, as, as many of you know who would have listened to this podcast, the plan was to go to South America uh, before the pandemic hit. But that in itself was motivating. So as you can see by the theme of this episode, you've got to really, really get in touch with what it is that you want. And that can that that can mean a whole range of things, right? Some people are like, I know exactly what I want. I want a house in Surrey, down by you know in the I was about to say the mountains. Surrey isn't exactly the mountains, but you know what I mean. Out in nature, I want a job that does X, Y, and Z, or a business that is X, Y, and Z. I want to be able to do three nice holidays. Yeah, I want to be able to have drive a Range Rover. You know, and like that perfect sort of ideal future life. Some people know they've got it. They know exactly what they want. Some people absolutely don't. Now, if you're like me, I seem to want to be about a million different versions of myself. Like part of me wants to be like the Cosmo city girl living in London, going to fancy like skylight bars. I mean, not that I sip on cocktails, but you know, having drinks in fancy clothes. That's the, that's one part of me, right? Cosmo lifestyle. Then there's another part of me that wants to be like this really cool, relaxed, hair down, living by the sea, surfer chick. Maybe I know how to skateboard or roller skate and I spend my days going to coffee shops and drinking coffee and the afternoons in the seaside and swimming and surfing and like, you know, wearing like fucking casual shorts and flip-flops and my tan is amazing. That's another version of me. Then I've got the like the traveller girly that like wants to live out of a suitcase, you know, going around digital nomad, working from a bunch of different places, doing all the different things. Like there's so many different versions of me that live in my head. And I always dabble between, you know, the idea of can I do it all or do I have to pick one? And it used to really fucking frustrate me because I'd be like, I don't know what I want and I'm overwhelming myself. But simply by the idea of those exciting lives, is that I, lives, lives, I can pull different elements of them into my being. But that requires me to make sure that I am looking after my money and that I have money there sat there for to do things right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be a clear specific goal of this money is going to take me to Costa Rica for three weeks, but it can be, you know, more of like a, this is my future life part. This is a part that I'm, I'm creating a life that I want. And just the thought of that life alone excites me. This is why Pinterest is so powerful because you can make beautiful boards with loads of stuff on it. And so, yeah, just really asking yourself, what is it that I want for my future life? Do I, like, do I, am I happy in my nine to five? Have I got a career path that I'm happy with? Do I want to run my own business? Is that something I want to do? Do I want to own a house or do I want to be a bit more free and rent or do I want to travel? And like I say, you don't have to know all of it now. And it's absolutely okay to change your mind. Don't let anybody ever tell you, no parents, no friends, no partner, tell you that you are not allowed to change your mind on your goals. If you have been saving up for something and working towards something for years, and then at the very last minute, you've really thought about it and you've changed your fucking mind, that is your choice. It is your life. And don't let anybody else tell you that you can't do that. Had anybody sat me down and been like, Laura, you're making a mistake going traveling. You had this money saved for drama school. Duh, 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 duh. And then I listened to them. That would have been a big mistake for me. And obviously I would have made it work, but it's all about not, you know, taking control of what it is that you want. Now, obviously to add into this, if you are, well, whether you're in your twenties, whether in your thirties, there's also a lot of pressure to feel like, um, you've got to have it all figured out. There is a 
very big difference between having it all figured out and knowing what it is that you're trying to create. They're two different things because you can know what it is you're working towards roughly and have a goal or a dream or a desire and still not have all your shit together. Like I run a business. I am in a career path now. I'm building a business that really I do think I'll be in for a really fucking long time. I don't have my fucking shit together. Like, I think I probably look like I do. And there are some elements of my life that I do have together, but I am not fucking perfect. Like, my wellness routines drop all the time. I get stressed. I get burnt out. My money goes up and down. I'm still, you know, figuring things out. But it's okay because I'm on a journey and I'm learning to be present and enjoying it on a daily basis as much as I can. So there is a clear difference between the two. And if you can start to visualize and vision what you want your future to look like and what kind of uh, situation you want to be in, all of those things, you can start to connect financially. Okay, well, what do I, how would that version of me act with that money? What do I need to be doing with my money? Well, I need to be saving it and growing it. Because no matter what, unless I'm going to live off of the grid, I'm always going to need money and saving is going to be just for that. So really starting to ask yourself what those goals are. And you can either set really specific goals if that's what your vibe is and that's what motivates you. Or you can set more fluffy goals and it be more future vision version of your life and what you're trying to create, knowing that the purpose for that money can change. But if you just spend every single month living paycheck to paycheck, spending your money because you're going, "Mm, I don't really know what I want. I'm still figuring it out. Suddenly when you do get an urge for something, you're going to go, fuck, if I'd have been saving for the last year, I really now could be even closer to that goal. So that is one massive thing that really fucking helps me over those, you know, seven, eight years where I saved 40 grand, having a goal in mind. The first one was a very specific goal to go to drama school, even though it changed very last minute, but it was amazing to have the money there. And then the second one, which was more fluffy, more about my future life, more about what I was trying to create for myself, you know, living in London, hopefully being able to go traveling. And the irony of that as well for the second goal, which ended up being to go traveling again, what I actually ended up spending all that money on was a what's the word, funding my lifestyle and investing into my business. So it ended up being a completely different um, meaning for that money. So yeah, that is today's episode. I hope you found that useful and interesting and I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on it. So please do slide into my DMs and share this on Instagram. Let everybody know that you're listening because that helps more people find my podcast and listen to it so i'd be so 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 grateful so thank you so so much and i hope you have a wonderful week and speak to you again next